Welcome to Tara! Let's Unpack! The show where we discuss and talk about our thoughts from the most obscure to the most about films, series, and everything in between. Hosted by Franz Halil. Hello, 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 and welcome to Tara! Let's unpack! Yes, guys, maraming maraming salamat for tuning in on this episode. Woo, grabe! This is so exciting kasi we have a very special guest for this episode. First, I would just like to thank everyone muna. Maraming maraming salamat for listening in on our previous episode where we unpacked Marvel Studios' Black Widow. Grabe, grabe. Maraming salamat for listening. I would just like to congratulate Team Philippines for the best performance in the Olympics ever since the Philippines joined last 1924. We won gold and now, as of recording, we are assured of a silver medal. So, marami pa tayong medal hopeful. So, let's go Team Philippines! Yeah, laban Pilipinas! But, going back to the pod... I will introduce you the film that we will be unpacking. So this film was released in 2020 and is directed by Derek Antoinette Hadaune, the 2020 MMFF Best Picture, and represented the country in different film festivals such as um, the Tokyo International Film Festival and the Tallinn International Film Festival. And this film stars Charlie Dizon and Paolo Avelli. So we will be unpacking... Fangirl! Number one fan nyo po ako! Ay, wag mo nga akong pinagago. Pack you, ha? Eight times ko po pinanood. Yung I'm drunk, I love you. Tapos yung Goyo po, three times ko po pinanood. Kahit three hours po yun, hindi po ako natulog. Lahat po ng pelikula nyo ni Bey Alonzo, pinanood ko po first day. Kasali po ako sa tatlong black screening. Dalawa po doon, Lazy Boy. Tapos 450 pesos po yun. Tapos papanoorin ko po yung If We Fall In Love. First day po, kahit mag-absent po ako sa long test ko sa trigonometry. So welcome back to Tara. Let's Unpack, guys. And here with us now is our very special guest. Nako, feel ko isa ako sa mga nag-gold medal sa Olympics with our guest. Grabe. So let's introduce na ang guest natin. So the multi-awarded director and of course the director of the films, that thing called Tadhana. Never Not Love You, Alone Together, Six Degrees of Separation from Lilia Kuntapay, and of course, the director of On the Wings of Love. Yes, JD, let's go. We have Direct Antoinette Hadaone. Hi, Direct. Welcome. Oh, thank you, friends, for inviting me. Oh, Direct, marami, marami salamat. So, kamasa naman po. Um, how have you been holding up? Ano na po maganap niyo recently? Um, so far, uh, developing mga series which other directors will ano will direct and also writing episodes for the series for their series well so mostly ano po talaga work from home lang kayo ngayon recently Mm-mm, work from home shoot. lang talaga alam mo na wow nagka-shoot kami last year and then this this year meron na na ma-delay lang because of the ECQ okay oh, nga <laughs> Let's go on to our first segment that I'd like to call P.O.V. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. 
since you are the writer and the director of the film, so how did Fangirl start? I started writing it in 2015, but we started developing it um, ng 2016. So, um, gusto ko lang gumawa ng parang, of course, it's still a love story. May love story element pa rin. Pero gusto kong gumawa ng isang coming-of-age story about, um, kasi usually yung mga bida ko sa mga pelikula ko na babae ay nasa 20s or 30s. So, I wanted to do a love story or a coming-of-age story ng isang babae na hindi pa ganap na babae. So, papunta pa lang. Which is below below 18. Yun. So, ever since ba, direct, like, yung ano nyo talaga, parang yung, like, the things that you like to write or like to make films about or love stories? Or have you, like, explored different genres na before? Um... Ano talaga ako, consumer ako ng rom-coms even mm-hmm. even before even before film school, even before college. So parang yun talaga yung ano ko, favorite genre ko even as a viewer. Pero I started when I started writing in college ng mga full-length script, hindi talaga rom-com yung sinusulat ko. And then when I also wrote for other directors, hindi pa hindi pa rom-com. So Meron akong sinulat na comedy, meron din ako sinulat na mas-mas comedy and na may drama. Pero ayun, siguro as a viewer, um, madali yung transition for me to write and direct a rom-com. Kasi nga, ano ko, market ako nung ano ko. Nga ni Anne Curtis sa ano, No Other Woman, I'm the Market. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, um, so... Yung writing process niya dito, Derek, sa fangirl, meron ba kayong parang special rituals na ginawa? Like... Meron ako talagang parang na-develop ko na yung ano ko, writing process ko through the years. So, usually, uh, nagre-research ako and I I read maraming articles, I read, I read, minsan nagbabasa ako ng libro na related dun sa, ano, related dun sa subject, tapos marami ring Hindi ako talagang ano, mag-research and interview for my yeah. films. So parang balik college ulit na maraming reading. So I asked my I asked my friends sa mga professors kung meron ba silang reading about this particular subject. So for fangirl, um, uh, articles on women, women's studies, feminism, ganyan. Tapos um, when I was writing Paolo Avellino in dun sa, ano, sa, sa script, Nag-research ako ng mga uh, articles about Paolo. Pero hindi ko in-interview si Paolo kasi I wanted I wanted uh, perspective to be from a fan. Eh, pag fan from naman, wala ka naman, talagang, mm-hmm. oh, wala ka naman talagang uh, personal access to the actor, di ba? So gusto ko, yeah. parang kapag mag-research ako from the point of view of the fangirl. So hindi, hindi ko talaga, di ako nag-interview kay Paolo about it. So all para... Um, lahat ng mga naririnig ni fangirl tungkol kay Paolo Avellino ay yung mga lumabas lang na mga chismes about him, mga rumors and articles, mga guesting niya sa talk show, pinanood ko ulit yung starstruck niya, yung mga pelikula ni Pao, pinanood ko. Pero Derek, hindi ba para kayong nahirapan? Kasi, di ba, you, of course, yung Paolo Avellino before kasi pumasok siya sa On the Wings of Love, di ba? Um, parang, di ba, so para may medyo kilala nyo na siya. Hindi ba kayo nahirapan on that aspect na you want to see him from the outside? Hindi naman. Kasi, 
um, dahil nga friend ko si Pau, alam ko naman yung, alam ko yung Paul Avellino behind the camera. And alam ko rin yung um, how people who are not close to him perceive him because of what they see on film, what how they see him on TV, the character he, he plays, and yun nga, yung mga nasulat tungkol sa kanya. Yun. So, speaking of challenges, um, did you encounter any challenges dito sa film na to? Or smooth ba to all throughout? Uh, isang challenge was uh, getting an actor to play himself, as mm-hmm. himself, in the film. Kasi, ayun, parang... Very ano eh, very tricky yung pagplay ng as yourself as an artista sa sa fan girl kasi nga it involves um yung blurring of the line between reality and fantasy. So parang if you're going to say yes to the project, that means na you're okay with with the film using your your identity, your okay, name, so your history, direct- um your image, your branding to the film. So I understand na malaki yung hinihingi ng pelikula kasi nga uh, hindi hindi ka lang magpe-play ng character you will play a character that is based for, based on yourself and baka yung mga tao na manonood ay hindi ma-distinguish yun so yeah. um when we were casting for the actor maraming ano maraming umaayaw may mga umayaw may mga hindi hindi ano hindi hindi na, hindi sila siguro hindi pa sila ready for that kind of role, a role kasi nga merong merong sex, merong drugs, may alcohol, may violence. Um yun yung isa. But when we found Pau and he read the script, he said yes immediately without no question asked. So as in wala siyang ang tinanong lang niya sino yung magiging fan girl, but in terms of the script wala siyang pinaiba, wala siyang Pagbaga, naintindihan niya kung tungkol saan yung fangirl. Um, naintindihan niya yung, yung gusto kong sabihin. Um, and doon naman kay fangirl, yung, uh, I think I already said this in other interviews na we already had a fangirl before Charlie, before Charlie Dizon. Yeah. Um, we were already into the acting workshops. Na-workshop na namin siya. In fact, yung damit niya ano na nasukat na namin napagawa na namin but like a week a week before the shoot she had to ano turn it down to back out hindi naman hindi siya yung may gusto it was ano contract problems with uh, her management so um parang tuesday tuesday namin na finalize na hindi na talaga siya na magba-back out na siya but our shoot was I think Saturday or Sunday. So we had oh, only so how many days? Oh, we had only how many days to find a replacement for fangirl. Kasi um delayed na ng delayed yung shoot. So kailangan ko mag-shoot ng Saturday kasi syempre tuwing na delay yung shoot dahil nakapag-down payment na sa mga locations and all yeah. that. Dumala dumalaki yung ano, lumalaki yung overhead kumbaga. So parang wala na, wala akong magawa. The producers are telling me na binigyan ako ng enough time. So Saturday or Sunday yun. Tapos we had parang an emergency set, another set, another round of ano of auditions. Yeah. Um yung original fangirl na we got her um through a set of auditions, parang 600 over 680 girls ang nag-audition. Mas madami pa kaysa sa Darna yung nag-audition sa ano wow. sa <laughs> 
So parang at first it was heartbreaking kasi nga ano uh, napaka tedious nung ano naging process sa paghanap namin ng fangirl tapos biglang ganun yung mangyayari. But nung second round of auditions nag pinatawag ulit namin yung shortlisted first round tapos ayun doon pumasok si Charlie. And when she entered the room Parang alam mo na na she can be it. She's a fangirl based on how she walks, how she talks, how she carries herself. Uh, meron siyang certain ano eh, certain confidence, pero certain innocence din with the way with the way she carries herself. Tapos yun, nag-start na nakuha namin siya ng Thursday. Nag-audition siya ng Thursday nung hapon sinabi namin na siya na. And then Friday we started the workshop. Tapos habang I think Saturday din baka Sunday yung shoot namin um kasi ano yun eh classroom yung first day namin so yeah. Saturday another workshop tapos yun na shoot na kami agad ng Sunday grabe sobrang bilis pala nung <laughs> sobrang tight oh, nung naging mabilis yung ano casting to shoot yeah. props to Charlie yeah. for memorizing the script or <laughs> na memorize <Yes>. ba <laughs> actually ang ano dito yung sa fangirl, um, I, when she auditioned, sinabi na namin na merong, merong kissing scene, merong sex scene, um, ganito yung itsura ng sex scene, merong isang fantasy sex scene, merong isang um, violent na sex scene, meron ding violence, meron ding drugs, merong alcohol, merong pagmumura. So lahat yun sinabi namin, merong masturbation. So, Sinabi ko yung parang um, summary of the of the of the plot na yung mangyayari but I never gave her a full script. So what I did was every day before the eksena doon pa lang yan makikita yung ano doon pa lang niya nababasa yung script. Kasi I don't I kasi nga feeling ko dahil first time niya to be in a lead role baka pag binigay ko yung script sobrang aral niya and kapag sobrang aral Magiging masyadong calculated, oo. Magiging calculated. Kasi uh, yung actors, when they really study the script, the good ones, ha, when they study the script, talagang chin- tinitignan talaga nila kailan, kailan nagbabago yung character nila, saang part, saang part um, yung turnaround character, ganun. Pero I think in Fangirl, uh, iniba ko yun na parang gusto ko um, nasusurprise yung character pati yung actor doon sa ano doon sa sa script how long yung buong like process ng film like from pre-prod up to the release like gaano siyang katagal um until the release ano four years four years yung ano namin Hello? naging ano naging ganoon kahaba yung naging process with actually maiksi lang siya kumpara sa kung paano gumawa ng pelikula sa ibang bansa pero dito matagal siya. Uh, actually ayun, dito ma- ma- matagal yung four years. Pero actually it was for me na, na medyo nagitla ako kasi nga hindi ako I'm not used to that ano that timetable. Pero I yeah, think yeah. nakatulong siya dun sa dun sa pelikula sa maturity ko rin as a director kasi 2016 ano pa hindi iba pa yung iba pa yung script hindi pa siya yung kung ano yung final script now so yung four years na yun um, I developed the the script we joined mga project markets we went to yeah. Asian project market in ano in Busan 
nag-join din ako ng Foral Circle Lab where we had um, international mentors, script writing mentors, and they helped us develop the script. Kasi parang you needed to, ano rin, no? kasi from listening to your podcast, parang sinasabi nyo nga na like yung, yung art nyo is parang nire-reflect na kung ano yung nangyayari sa atin ngayon. So parang you need to you needed to adjust then no? if i'm if i'm yes uh, any sense of yes yes okay. yes so at the direct meron ba kayo mga ano mga behind the scenes tidbits or mga fun facts na hindi alam ng lahat with this film um siguro yung the the mansion of how in the in the in the film <laughs> if it looks familiar kasi it it is uh, parang common location na ginagamit sa mga TVC, sa mga pelikula, tsaka teleserye, yung mansion na yun. Kaya mm-hmm. kung, kung nanonood kayo ng mga pelikula, parang mukha siyang familiar. Kasi nga, I really wanted a location na ginagamit talaga sa pelikula. Kasi part siya nung, uh, ano eh, part siya nung, part siya nung character nung story. Oo. Kung baga parang, mara- yung, kahit yung bahay na yon. Marami na rin siyang alam na kwento tungkol sa iba't ibang mga production na nag-shoot sa kanya, iba't ibang mga artista na nag-shoot na doon. So, parang naging part siya ng um, another layer doon sa ano, doon sa story ng fangirl. Uh, so, first choice po talaga yung ano na yun, yung bahay na yun. Hindi naman siya first choice. Ma- marami kaming ano, marami kaming tinignan ng mga locations, pero yun talaga yung pinakatuwak na ano. Tapos exactly, yeah. meron pa siyang malaking gate, oo. So, ayun. So the film showed themes na very relevant ka sa society natin na direct. Um, especially now yung presidente natin, alam naman natin na parang presents himself as this kind of macho figure na hindi naman talaga. So, how important is it for you to as a filmmaker to make films like these and to make films that reflect on the struggles and also the successes of women. Actually sa start hindi siya nung 2016 gusto ko lang talaga yung kwento gawin. Parang it started with a what if, parang what if merong isang ano fan na nakasama for one night ang isang artista. Nang siya. So Um, in 2016, parang tungkol lang siya, ano, commentary lang siya sa celebrity, fan culture, ganun. And then, through developing the film through the years, tsaka na lang pumasok yung mga iba't ibang layers. Parang kapag nagsusulat ako, hindi, um, tapos may pumasok, meron akong parang light bulb moment sa, sa pelikula, sa script. Sinusulat ko siya, hindi ko pa siya nilalagyan ng ay magiging ano ba to, makabuluhan ba to, significant yeah, yeah, yeah. ba to. I think baka masyado well, ganun yung process ko. Sinusulat ko lang siya. Tapos pag sa mga second draft, third draft, interviewing people, researching, having other people in the script, saka ko nila saka ko nilalagyan ng mga layer. Pero ayun, siguro nakatulong na mahabang panahon ko talaga sinulat at dinevelop yung script. Tapos With the help of the producers, si Dan Gallegas and Bianca Balbuena, they were able to give their own feedback sa script. Um, na yun na, na, naging mas ano naging mas buo yung statement ng film through the years. Because I heard direct na you for the camera operators that you got, you got like female camera operators, di ba? Ano yung difference niya like na nabigay dun sa film? Yung first. First and foremost, the reason bakit gusto ko babae ay 
for practical reasons na um ayokong mailang si ano si Charlie especially when doing the sensitive scenes like the sex scene so as much as possible gusto ko yung malapit sa kanya babae rin kasi um baka kapag lalaki yung malapit sa kanya doing the camera work mailang siya hindi niya bibigay lahat um maihiya siya kasi may ibang nakatingin sa kanya ganun so So during those scenes, mga sex scene, as much as possible, konti lang talaga yung tao sa loob ng set, sa mismo set. So the camera operators and then the assistant cameraman and then yung assistant director ko din ay babae. So as so parang yun yung first and foremost na rason para hindi siya mailang um hindi siya ayun, hindi siya matakot habang ginagawa yung mga eksena na yun. Yung pangalawa, um Iba yung naging process ko kasi while doing the camera work for Fangirl kasi uh, may, may DOP is Neil Taza. Yes. Siyempre lalaki si Sir Neil. Ah. Pero kinuha ko si Sir Neil kasi Sir Neil is a documentary filmmaker, um, documentary photographer. So gusto kong makuha yung, yung ganong ano, sensibilities ng isang doc- documentarist, isang dokumentarista. Kasi nga yun yung yun yung treatment ko sa buong film na it parang it feels real it can happen in real life at ganun kasi yung background sir Neil. Pero I insisted na yun nga yung mga camera operators were women kasi and here um hindi ko talaga sinabi kung ano yung uh, kung ano yung precise na shot na gagawin nila. Sinasabi ko lang yung kung sino yung gustong maging focus kung kinong kaninong focus, um, kaninong camera. Tapos, I gave them the freedom to do the camera work as they feel it. Kasi, yun, I wanted to see um, their perspective as a woman. Kung, kung ano yung perspective nila um, doing, for example, the the one scene. Um, kasi literal, yung mata, mata ng babae. And, yeah. um, although, syempre, the, the, the ano pa rin naman the, the, the director is the one who ano who who directs the camera work pero may syempre may ibang perspective kapag babae versus uh, a lalaki na camera operator and i think it showed in in the film parang um at the end of the day parang i think na nagustuhan ko yung process niya na as they say is the process and um yung mga eksena kasama ko yung mga camera operators ko na babae with their female gaze to tell the story. Kahit ako, kahit ako yung director, parang I still trust and uh, welcome their ano, their perspective as uh, as women in the in the camera department. Okay. So with with this direct, how do you want the film to impact the world? Well, the world, the universe, rather. How <laughs> uh, do you want the, uh, the film to impact the world beyond the screen? Naman? Um, hindi ko na, hindi ko, hindi ko siya iniisip na mag-i-impact na, ano, na sobrang laki. Parang mas okay sa akin na siguro mas, mas inisip ko yung impact niya sa Pilipinas. Yeah. Uh, tapos saka na lang siguro kung kung meron man na impact sa world na siguro they see na this is how this is how women are treated here um it's a it's a man's world even if um even if sinasabi natin na 
umaangat na yung babae, yung sa totoong buhay parang hindi naman because yun, meron tayong presidente na misogynist, hindi nilirespeto yung mga babae. Pero I think mas importante sa akin na first and foremost, bago sa labas, yung mga Pilipino muna na nakapanood ay magkaroon ng impact sa kanila. How how safe is our um, is the environment for these young girls na ganyan, ganyan yung trato sa mga batang babae. At tayong mga hindi na bata, um, we also party to blame. Hindi ko alam kung party lang because tayo yung gumawa na nitong society for them na hindi na hindi safe sa pagtanda nila. Actually, sobrang sakto kasi I, I just found out like this week na yung our country is really not that super safe yet, for especially for women. Kasi yung legal age of consent pala, sobrang baba. Wala lang na, na bring up ko lang. Kasi parang nung nabagit yung ana, sinasabi natin na like it's safer na for women here. Ganun, ganun. So parang with that in mind, tapos yun nga yung nakaupo pa sa press. So parang tama. Dapat mas marami talagang Pilipino yung makapanood itong film na to. And question direct. Ano nyo ba? Kayo ba nag-decide na maglagay ng mga poster or para marinig yung interview dun sa background ng film? Yeah, oo. Um, yung posters na yun sa, sa, sa eksena, sa set, hindi talaga yun yung posters. Pero sa, ano, sa post ko siya pinabago. Um, ah, pero okay. yung... yung ano yung radio yung mga TV shows na interviews about um the president in Korea and yung hinalikan niya yung babae tapos nag-share yung mga tao FW um even yun yung mga balita na yun sa ano pa lang sa sa pre-prod pa lang sinabi ko na, na kailangan natin makuha yun as a background sa jeep and dun sa pag-uwi nung ano pag-uwi nung fan girl sa bahay niya what's the most outrageous feedback na nabasa niyo or nakuha niyo for this film um hindi naman outrageous pero there are there were um comments na parang ano hindi naman ganyan kaya hindi naman ganyan si Paul Avilino sa totoong buhay bakit niya tinanggap ganun um, and i think hindi siya outrageous kasi yun i think yung mga ganong comments parang ibig sabihin yun talaga yung ano pinapatun nagpapatunay oh, lang okay. siya ng statement ng film na yeah. ang audience natin minsan hindi talaga nakaka hindi talaga nakaka-separate, nakakakita ng delineation between real life and the characters that the actors play on screen. And it says a lot about about us uh, as a fan culture, di ba? Na yun, parang tingin natin kung ano yung piniplay nila, kung ano yung pinoproject nila sa screen, kung ano yung pinoproject nila sa Instagram. Yun talaga yung, yun talaga yung buhay ng artista. And when they go against that, sobrang gulat na gulat tayo. Um, and uh, sa isang banda na parang ganun ganun ka ano ganun ka kataas yung pag-idolize natin mga uh, hindi lang sa mga artista sa mga sa mga politiko na yeah. kahit anong kahit na alam natin na may ginagawa na silang masama blind followers tayo ipapagtanggol talaga natin hanggang sa dulo pero at the end of the day um di nila tayo kilala 
Mapagtanggol natin sila pero ayun. Hindi, hindi nila tayo kilala. So parang it's a ganun eh lalo sa election, 'di ba? Parang dali nating makalimot bigyan lang tayo ng kaunting ite, bigyan lang tayo ng konting budot. Mag, Magbudot. <laughs> Oo, so okay na. Nakalimutan na natin yeah. yung mga ibang nagawa nila prior to the campaign and the elections. Actually, direct eto, sabihin ko na, one of the reasons why I started this podcast is meron akong tweet about fangirl. Parang siyang mini-review na tweet na nag-viral. So parang sabi ko, oh. wow, hindi naman ako nagbubuat ng sarili ba ko, pero marami nakakita. Like, nasa 1 million plus. So parang sabi ko, hala, may mga... Wow. May mga... nagbabasa nung mga sinasabi ko. And yun nga, one of the things na na-mention ko dun is parang the film shows us that we put these celebrities or these idols in such a high pedestal to the point that reality and fantasy often blur and we forget that they are people too. And for me, how I understood this film, in my opinion, is that women in our country today are still treated or just... as just some sort of these machines for release and pleasure or as like a tool to fulfill the needs of men, which should not be the case. So sadly, in our country right now, misogyny and sexism is somehow being held on its own pedestal, like how these celebrities are being held up to because our president kasi propagates these kinds of characteristics. So, I want this film to be seen by a lot of people, especially the older the older ones. Kasi, hindi ito yung regular film na basta manonood ka lang para, alam mo, para mag-relax. Kailangan mapaisip ka kasi talaga. Kaya, kaya ano. Thank you naman. Um, <laughs> eto, direct, meron ba kayong advice sa mga aspiring filmmakers, especially sa mga babae po na filmmakers kagaya niyo? Like, whether directors or cinematographers, writers, or actors? Um, in, I think in filmmaking, mas maraming heartbreak kaysa sa successes. Um, parang don't, don't feel na you're a failure kapag nagpipitch ka tapos di ka nakuha or um, may ginawa ka script tapos napangitan yung mga tao. Parang you use that as, ano, as your... as part of your journey to be a better filmmaker. Um, ako, parang bago ko nagawa yung first film ko, I was a script con first for over five years. And ang daming beses ko na sumali sa Cinemalaya and Cinema One bago ko nakuha yung Six Degrees of Separation from Lila Contapay. And every time, my heart will break kapag, ano, kapag di ako nakuha. Pero I realize na, May reason bakit hindi ako nakuha. At una, kasi pangit talaga yung sinabmit ko. I mean, the start, akala mo ang ganda-ganda na ng, ang ganda-ganda na ng sinabmit mo, di ba? Ganda na ng, ganda na ng concept mo. Pero actually, yeah. be, if you are self-aware, if you are humble, um, magiging pantay yung tingin mo sa ano, na parang looking back, ay, oo nga, hindi kasi maganda yung pagkakagawa ko ng script ko, kaya hindi ako natanggap. And, Ayun, siguro uh, learn to uh, learn to accept criticism um, and parang keep a set of friends who will whose voices, whose opinion you really trust. Na pag sinabi nila na pangit pelikula mo, know that they are coming from a ano, 
from a good place na hindi yes. ka naman na iba, hindi pa i-bash ka ganun. So I think yun, I think through the years I have already developed a set of friends and set of colleagues na pwedeng sabihin sa akin kung kamusta yung pelikula ko, kamusta yung gawa ko. And dahil doon, ginaground nila ako. Kumbaga, naiintindihan ko na kung bakit hindi nila nagustuhan yung pelikula. At, and through that, um, gagamitin ko yun to, ano, to, um, to make my next film better than the, ano, than the previous one. So speaking of heartbreak, basahin na natin yung pinadala ng letter sender. Hindi, joke lang. Okay, let's go on to our segment that I'd like to call Heart F Questions! Mahal mo pa ako dahil kailangan mo ko. O kailangan mo ko, kaya mahal mo ko. Ito, Derek, meron na lang akong ano, last question sa inyo. Kung kayo mabibigyan ng chance na maging fangirl, sinong tao ito? Or sinong artista ito? Uh, hindi artista eh, director. Um, si Asgar Farhadi. At si Andrea <laughs> Arnold. Um, two filmmakers I really, I really am a fan of. And ayun. So actually, dahil, di ko alam, parang kahit naman dati, hindi talaga ako maano sa artista. Artista. Um, kahit, oo, mas, mas sa people behind the scenes ako. Kaya nung nag-start ako sa film, nung nag-start ako script ko, hindi ako na... Pero syempre yung artista namin, si Piolo Pascual, tsaka si Regine Velasquez, starstruck talaga ako. Pero kapag kanya pupunta ako na ABS, ganyan, makikita ko na artista, hindi ako nasa starstruck. Nasa, nasa starstruck ako sa mga director, sa mga editor, sa mga line producer, sa mga producer, production designer, na dati nakikita ko lang yung pangalan sa ano sa mga pelikula ng Star Cinema at Viva Film. So, mas sa kanila ako na starstruck. Um, hindi ko alam kung bakit pero ayun kaya yun sa question mo mas mas sa director siguro ako um, gustong maging fangirl wow <laughs> wow with that direct maraming maraming salamat po sa pagpapaunlap ng aking invitation shout out kay Icy Mendoza for helping me get direct wow sa aking mama jersey thank you Icy <laughs> thank you Icy so, um, direct Where can people find you on social media para ma-follow nila kayo? Um, sa Instagram and Twitter at Hadaone. And um, please also follow um, our company, our production company's social media account. So it's at Project 8 Projects sa Instagram and sa Facebook then Project 8 Projects Corner. Project 8 Corners on Makin Projects. It's where we post Um, mga trailers, mga announcements, mga, especially if you're an aspiring actor, if you're an actor, um, nag, nag-release kami ng mga casting call, mga auditions doon sa, ano namin, social media pages ng Project 8. Ay, may, may YouTube din pala kami. So, check out nyo rin YouTube, Project 8 Projects. Oh, and also, guys, follow ang Walang Kwentang Podcast on Spotify. Grabe, top Ay, rated podcast. <laughs> Thank you, friends. And thank Uh-oh. you, Derek. Maraming maraming We're salamat on Spotify. <laughs> salamat. Anong birthday ko? May 30, 1988. Taurus. Aso ko. Dalawa po. Si Yoda at si Chewie po. Anong unang teleserye ko? Sa ABS po, sa GMA. Wow, grabe. That interview with Derek Tonet was really insightful. And grabe, ang ganda ng mga sinabi ni Derek mas lalo ko pang na-appreciate yung film more 
especially with the message and kung ano yung gusto nitong iparating sa society natin. With that, let's go on to our last segment that I'd like to call On Song Heroes! So in this segment, we would just like to give credit where credit is due and highlight the people who made the film behind the scenes. So first, we have the director and writer of the film is Antoinette Hadaune. So she's a FAMAS and Gawad Urian nominee, Cinema One Originals 2011 Best Screenplay winner for The Six Degrees of Separation from Lilia Kuntapay and MMFF 2020 Best Director for Fangirl. So she's the director and writer of Alone Together, Never Not Love You, Love You to the Stars and Back, The Aki Breaky Hearts, Six Degrees of Separations from Lilia Kuntapay, and That Thing Called Tadhana. Our film composer is Teresa Barroso, Cinema One Originals 2018 Best Music and FAMAS Awards 2019 Best Original Song for Paglisan, Composer of the Films, Kalel 15, Mindanao, Lingua Franca, 8 Episodes of Call Me Tita, Paglisan, Marosa, and The Gifted. For the cinematographer, we have Neil Daza, Cinema One Originals 2006 and 2011 Best Cinematography winner for Xerox and Kaoryang, FAMAS Awards 2019 Best Cinematography for Ulan, FAP Awards 2011 and 2019 Best Cinematography for Emir and Gusto Kita with All My Hypothalamus, Gawad Urian 2015 Best Cinematography for Buaya and MMFF 2020 Best Cinematography for Fangirl. He's the director of photography of the films Kulyon, 7 episodes of Past, Present, Perfect, Ulan, Alone Together, 163 episodes of The Greatest Love, the Ghost Bride, 617 episodes of Be Careful With My Heart, Feng Shui, Tecada Sisenta, and Flames, the movie. For our editor, we have Benjamin Gonzalez Tolentino. He's the ASEAN International Film Festival and Awards 2015 Best Film Editing winner for the film Bendor. Cinema One Originals Digital Film Festival Best Editing for the film Lucid. Cinemalaya Independent Film Festival 2011 and 2013 Best Editing winner for the films Isda and Transit. FAP Awards 2017 Best Editing for Die Beautiful. MMFF 2020 winner for Best Editing for Fangirl. Star Awards for Movies Movie Editor of the Year 2015, 2016, and 2017 for the films Bonifacio Ang Unang Pangulo. Tandem and Die Beautiful and YCC Awards 2015 Best Achievement in Film Editing for the film Marikina. He's the editor of the films Game Boys the Movie, How to Die Young in Manila, Kalel 15, Motel Akasha, Isapa with Feelings, Alone Together, Die Beautiful, and Shake, Rattle and Roll 15. For our art director, we have Kay Banaag. So she's the art director of the films Billy and Emma, Death of Nintendo and was part of the art department of the film Sid and Aya, Not a Love Story. And lastly, our production designer is Ferdi Abuel, production designer of On Vodka, Beers and Regrets, Ulan, Sid and Aya, Not a Love Story, and Meet Me in St. Gallen. Wow, grabe yung mga gumawa ng film na to. Sobrang props sa inyo. Congrats, congrats, congrats. And with that, we are now at the point of the episode kung saan 
magpo-promote ako ng social media accounts. So, please follow Taralets Unpack on our social media accounts at Taralets Unpack on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd. If you enjoyed this conversation and gusto nyo makichime in, just tweet us using the hashtag, hashtag UnpackPod. And also follow me, Franz Halili, on social media at Carl Francis Halili on Facebook and Instagram and Franz Halili on Twitter. Lastly guys, September 30 na ang katapusan or ang deadline ng voters registration for the 2022 elections. And alam naman natin yan, babalik na tayo sa ECQ. So, di ba gusto natin na magbago na to at we Filipinos deserve better. So guys, register to vote! Visit votepilipinas.com to know how. Maraming maraming salamat again guys for tuning in on this episode. This was a very special episode. And see you again next week on... Tara! Let's unpack! Bye guys!